Hey, happy campers, Sammy here. Okay, so this week we're doing things a little bit differently. Um, we were emailed by Cole Kelly, the director of Camp, let's see if I can say this correctly, Weequahick. Weequick? Um, it's in Pennsylvania, W-E-E-Q-U-A-H-I-C, and uh, he has a podcast called Campfire Conversation, and he emailed us, and he was like, hey, I would love to interview you guys on my podcast. So we were like, that sounds awesome, but can we also release it? And he said, sure. So we're giving you a little sneak peek preview of our episode with Cole, uh, where we flip the script. He's asking us the questions, and we're telling him all about... The amazing experience that we have had making this podcast and how we got into it and why we love it so much. So uh, we hope you enjoy this one. Um, Cole is delightful and we very much encourage you to check out his podcast. It's called Campfire Conversation and it's also about summer camp. Um, from a camp director's standpoint, it's it's really good. It's very well done. Um, so we hope that you enjoy this episode. And we um, should tell you that this is our second to last episode of this season. And next week, we have our season finale. And it's a super cool, exciting, big guest for the season finale. So... Get prepared for that, and please enjoy this week's episode with Cole. Thanks. Good morning, campers! Have no fear, happy campers, it's here, it's a summer camp-themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we miss, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julie and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. Sammy, Julia, so happy to have you guys around the campfire. Thanks for inviting us. <laughs> so now y'all have been doing this amazing podcast for the last, what, like almost four years now, three and a half, four years, the Happy Campers podcast? Yeah, three, about three, almost, almost three. Julia, you're looking like you can't believe it. <laughs> I know. Well, only because I think it's three, not four. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's, three. The only, that's the only unbelievable part <laughs> <laughs> so what 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 did you but yeah you, it's a way longer than we expected <laughs> I, I, but what, what got you guys going what made you want to start doing this um so i was listening to a bunch of podcasts in 2016 and i just had i was just like oh, i want someone to listen to what i have to say <laughs> and then i was like <laughs> i was like well, I don't really know what I would talk about. And then I literally had like a light bulb moment where I was like, what do I love or know better than summer camp? And so I actually uh, went to camp with Julia and her older sister was in my bunk. And so I was like at brunch with her sister. And I was like, should I, like, I have this idea. I kind of want to do a camp podcast. And she was like, you need to email Julia immediately. And so I did. And then Julia was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, all right. So during this process for the last three years of, of thinking through your experiences at camp and talking about these people, what, what have you learned? What have you learned about camp now that we're you know, X number of years removed from it? 
I would say that um, yeah, the thing that I learned is that when Sammy and I started, we were just obsessed with thinking that our camp experience and our camp was the camp and the camp experience. Yeah. Um, and we had a pretty hard time believing that anyone else loved their camp experience as much as we did. Uh, so this entire thing has just been this amazing kind of opening up to realize that other people love camp as much as we do, even if they didn't go to our camp, and that that's a totally legitimate, wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that when we started this, I was a little bit on a mission to just like prove to myself that like I had the most authentic and best camp experience. <laughs> no one else could compare with mine and like no other camps could compare with mine. But like we visited a bunch of camps now and like I am obsessed with all of them. And yeah. It's like, oh, I was wrong. Like my camp experience was like beautiful and perfect and what I would want for anyone to have. But like everyone has not everyone, but like everyone who loves camp loves it the way that I do. And I was stupid to think that like mine was somehow more authentic for any reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I, I can tell you how many times we've had staff members come to camp and say, well, at my camp, we did it this way. At my camp, we did it this way. It's like, okay, you want to, you know, tell the kids exactly how not to act? Like no walk in and say, well, at my camp. Um, and the other amazing thing was we were, I took our CITs to pizza one night with kind of a tradition where I, I take the, the oldest kids out to, to pizza. And there was another camp there at the pizza place. We have a bunch of camps right around us and they were doing the same kind of hand game, you know, on the table that our kids do. And our girls like, Oh my gosh, they stole our stuff. Who was there? Like, yeah. It's not, not so much stealing. It's just like a lot of us do the same things here. What's been the most surprising thing? I guess, you know, obviously everybody feels the same way, but what other surprising things have, have jumped in for you guys through this process? I would say that, like, I don't think that I fully appreciated how many different kinds of camps are out there, and there is literally a camp for every kid. Mm -hmm. Like, if, if I have always thought that, like, every kid should have the opportunity to go to camp, but, like, there is a camp that will fit every kid. There is magic camp, there is space camp, there is sports camp, there is like literature camp, there's literally, there's role playing, like live action role playing game camp. Like there is a camp for everything. And like, I, I don't think I appreciated that or thought about that at all. Cause I went to this very like run of the mill, traditional all girls summer camp where we did everything, which is great for some kids, but like some kids just want something very specific and there's a camp for that mm -hmm. and it's yeah. funny y'all y'all had a person on recently renee flax who's one of my close close friends in camping you know that can help people find the right camp for their kid right yeah yeah i think the thing that surprised me the most was um you know was so, what's been so great are meeting all these people who absolutely love camp mm -hmm. and it's just such a range like we've had you know, uh, I think we had a, like a nine-year-old on the podcast all the way up to my step-grandfather who's in his 80s. And, you know, they're both equally passionate about camp. Um, but then the same thing, like you can have someone who's like, you know, wildly accomplished in their career and all these things. Like it's just all types of people who, you know, during those years of nine to 15 had some type of amazing formative experience. And then hearing the story of how it kind of affected after, yeah. and their life choices and their friend groups and it's so cool and that really surprised me the you know the breadth of 
how camp affects so many people. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, and thinking about that, so, you know, y'all are past, you know, the camp experience yourselves. What, what lessons have you guys taken from your camp experience and now put it into your work life and, you know, the, your work and your life, you know, later on down the road? Yeah, a big, um, I was thinking about just the ways in which, you know, doing this podcast the past few years really re- reinvigorated just a little more about like how the podcast affects, you know, the, the life now versus, mm-hmm. you know, how being a kid at camp. But um, so many things about like being childlike, like like taking that crazy creek and just bringing it to the nearby park <laughs> or playing jacks on the wooden floor or just choosing to wear, you know, to buy a fresh pair of Tevas or wear camp clothes and just have fun because there's no reason why not to. Absolutely. That was like the most Julia answer and I'm about to give the most Sammy answer, <laughs> <laughs> which is, uh, so I worked at camp for five summers. So like a lot of, a lot of stuff that I learned at camp, I carry it into my job, which like I'm a trademark lawyer. I work for the government, but a lot of my day-to-day job is like dealing with applicants on the phone. And I talk to them like I talk to parents or campers like just you know I we can handle this this is not the end of the world this is like a very manageable situation which is a skill that I for sure learned at as being a counselor at camp yeah yeah you, you got to be flexible and you got to just kind of figure it out H- having been a counselor and looking back at it and you, do, do you look kind of at Julia sometimes like dude you have no idea how hard this was <laughs> always that's like <laughs> that's the energy I guess. <laughs> you know, it, well, it is. I mean, it's a very tight, you know, you know, fraternity, sorority, whatever you want to call it. You know, a staff. You know, people who've been to camp is kind of one pool, and then another p- group of you know people that worked at camp, and then you get those people that went to camp and worked to camp, and they all have such different you know viewpoints on the on the experience. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there was a, we visited our camp, uh, like the first summer that we did the camp road trip. And Allison and I, Allison's our producer, we were both counselors and Julia was never a counselor. And the way, the excitement that Julia had for going back to camp was like fully like, <laughs> years old again, like could not wait to get back there. And Allison and I had been on the other side. We like kind of understood that like visitors were a little bit disruptive. Like we were excited. But we were excited. <laughs> like we are going back to camp and like it was just it was like such it was like a a perfect summarization of what you just said which is just like you know we just have different perspectives based on the fact that we had worked there julia hadn't but we all had a good time in the end yeah i mean the magic is alive but it also set me up for like (laughs) potential disappointment when i realized that i was not free to do whatever i wanted and that i had to leave at the end of the night and couldn't stay the next five weeks so what you know julia what was it like for you to, to literally walk back into your camp for the first time um overwhelming because i just wanted to like be and you know touch everything and be exactly how i was and see all my friends and see all the counselors and none of them were there and no one wanted me touching anything um <laughs> But what's nice is, you know, and I've been back a couple of times, but when they have those experiences, like whether it's campfire or whether it's cheering for something down at water sports, there are certain things where like, it's more the merrier, just come on and join in. And I love being a part of those. It's the other ones that are like, oh, this is just for the kids. And it's weird (laughs) if you try to get involved where I get a little sad, but then I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like I got to do this and I don't want to spoil this by being the random 
you know, person in their 20s slash 30s joining in on their lip sync night skit. (laughs) And yet you'd have a ton of fun and you'd probably be the best one up there. So. Well, thank you. I think they would would hate me. (laughs) (laughs) But I would love it, so I don't care. Fair enough. Awesome. All right. So you guys have interviewed, you know, tons of people so far, like you said, from a nine-year-old up to, you know, the, the grandfather. What's been the craziest camp story you've heard so far? Oh, they do something weird at, I mean, Pinecliff is a camp that we think is, <laughs> that's funny. It's pretty similar to ours. And we, we've had many friends over the years uh, who went there and it's all girls camp up in Maine. And we have, you know, we have our own real specific traditions, but they had one that we just had never heard of. And it was something about they kind of have a contest where they eat as much corn as possible, like corn on the cob, oh. in a you know certain number of minutes. And then with whatever corn rinds they have left, they have to like make corn art. So they have to shape it into like a boat <laughs> as, as from Noah's Ark. Yeah. So, There's a theme yeah. that they have to comply with. And it's just called Corn Night. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. The weirdest thing, yeah. That is fantastic. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've, I've not heard anything about that. I remember one night we had a, a big corn, a Palooza, but it's because we got this great, beautiful corn that was from right down the road and we just kind of cooked it up. I'm like, Hey, look, great well, corn, but you gotta, gotta make art. I, I guess so. That's going to be a new one. All right, and are there, are there any consistent themes you know, across, across talking to everybody? A lot of shy people coming out of their shells. Yeah. Um, a lot of people that like, kind of saw something that they might be good at for the first time at camp and then kind of pursued it as adults, mm-hmm. including the two of us. Um, a lot of people who really are best friends still yeah. with their camp yes. friends. Yeah. 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 There's nothing like camp to make a whole bunch of friends. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. A lot of really good camp friendships. We also had some people that like met at camp and got married. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we Quake just had one of our first uh, former camper and staff member wedding, and we got all these pictures together for them. You know, for the parents doing different things. They had the camp name on their cake. I mean, it was it was wow. I mean, they well, they, they were longtime campers, longtime staff members. It was really just a, a pretty fantastic thing. We we're we we're pretty thrilled, you know, for them and that that Two light. Of my closest friends as counselors uh, met at camp as counselors and got married in Australia, and a bunch of us went to the wedding and it was that must have been fantastic it was the best all right so i got kind of maybe a weird question but i'd be thrilled to hear your answers to both y'all all All right so here you are let's say 15 years past your your camp heyday as a camper roughly exactly what would you tell your looking back at it now what would you tell your younger camp self that that you already know now what would you tell This is the same thing I was telling myself (laughs) kind of like that whole last summer, which was just like savor every, and I used to say in a very dark voice, like savor every moment. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's true. Like, and I was intense about it then and I'm intense about it now. So like when I do get to go be back, you know, on at camp, on campus, whatever it's called, uh, for, you know, five hours one day, I, I had that mindset of like, everything is sacred every step you take every step of the camp water every time you use the camp bathroom (laughs) um yeah i was gonna say to my camper self i would for sure be like you 
better appreciate this, but like, it's so hard to appreciate anything when you're 15. Um, to my counselor self, I would for sure say like, there's so much drama happening that does not matter in the great <laughs> yes. Like, just let it go. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, yep. you are in the best place on earth. It's, you're fine. Everything's fine. None of this will matter in six weeks. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy, to, to that point, I mean, it's, if, if you could just have the 19 to 22 year old young men and women who are doing this, like it's going to be okay. Like it all is going to work out. It's great. You know, and Julia, to, to your point, I think that because so many people take the experience, so and they savor it so much and like they put so much into it that as a camp director, if you change it the next year, like if there's oh, a little, yeah. like, dude, that was tradition. Like, no, no, we, we served donuts inside because it was raining and we had to do it. Yeah. Like, no, no, it's tradition. No, no, it's lasted one time. I mean, it's just, it's amazing how that, it's tradition, we have to do it this way. It's like, I not. even did that as a, as a counselor too, where like slight things are being changed. And I was like, no, we can't do that. And now I'm like, why, why? I definitely <laughs> made my boss's job so much harder. I like riled kids up about it. And I yeah. should not have that. Have you guys ever been in a situation that has been as intense emotionally as, as summer camp? There were like moments in college where there were small groups and all that. And it always, but it still always is like, ooh, this is like camp. <laughs> Nothing has ever replaced it to be like, this is like playing. Camp will always hold that special spot of like the thing that we're always trying to achieve when you're hitting, you know, closeness with a good group of people. Yeah. So when you're at college, like I never went to camp growing Well, I take that back. I went to one camp for one time, Falling Creek, Great Boys Camp for, for like, a two week session. And that was it. You know, I got mm -hmm. home, my parents said, go to work. I'm like, yeah, okay, go to work. Um, but when you went to college, did you find groups of people who are like, Oh yeah, we went to camp and you could have those great conversations. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> they I, were everywhere. <laughs> I didn't, I, a lot of, so I was also a big theater kid and like, there's not a huge crossover of like <laughs> theater kids and like camp kids. Yeah. And so like theater camp not, kids, there were a few. There was a couple that, like, a couple that went to camp that I, I found those few people. But um, most of my friends from college did not go to summer camp. And so it ended up, and especially because I was working at camp all, all through college, mm -hmm. it ended up me, like, them being like, all right, you have 20 minutes to talk about camp, and then we can't talk about it anymore. Because, like, I, they, they had to put a moratorium on me because I talked about it so much. They were like, you're out, you're maxed out, we're talking about something else. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I can get to the point where it's like enough. Like we get it. No problem. Yeah. 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 I do the same I, thing when I'm back home. I'm like, I don't want to talk about camp. All my stories are from camp, but I, I can't. So I'm a very boring person around the house you know, because I can't <laughs> tell everybody all my stories. I had a little bit of uh, opposite experience in those college years where I wasn't going back over the summers. And in a lot of ways, the like beauty of me, like uh, getting really jazzed up and talking about camp was kind of sucked out of me because mm -hmm. as I was like applying for jobs and internships, every time I met with like the college or the counselor at school, they would be like, okay, whatever you do, don't talk about camp. Really? Because it makes, yeah, because it makes you sound young or it makes you sound like you haven't had other experiences and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So camp was kind of like shamed out of me. Huh. Um, and it wasn't something that I spoke about with anyone who like I knew didn't have the exact same experience. And then it wasn't until doing the podcast with Sammy that, and even like the first couple months of doing the podcast, like I didn't really tell anyone who wasn't, who I knew like wouldn't already have loved camp. So it took a while until we like got some traction that I was like, oh wait, 
I'm allowed to talk about this. And I was so surprised by how much people loved it and wanted to hear about it, even if they didn't go to camp. So I blame all those people who told me to be quiet and I wish I hadn't been. So now I'm reclaiming camp. <laughs> nice. Excellent. So uh, what, what do your friends think about this? Those that didn't have the camp experience and they're listening to the happy campers podcast. What, what, what do they say? Um, <laughs> I am always surprised when one of my friends who didn't go to camp listens to the podcast and I shouldn't be like, they do it to support me and they always end up enjoying it. But I'm always just kind of like, Oh, you did like, that's weird. Why would you do that? You, you don't have this frame of reference. Um, but whenever I tell people about the podcast, I, they're always like, that's the coolest thing ever. And I'm like, Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Like, I it, recently I was in a meeting with two of my bosses and I like said something about the podcast and my boss was like you have a podcast about summer camp and I was like yeah he's like I can't tell if you're kidding I was like I'm not kidding this is real <laughs> I do have a, a podcast about summer camp yeah um, everyone thinks it's cool but like some yeah. people, some people I'm shocked that they listen because they didn't go to camp but like they like it so yeah keep on listening. and everyone gets super jealous when we are off on the road doing our camp road trips because oh, i think yeah. that's everyone's dream yeah. is to just kind of travel around with their camp friends to camps yeah it's funny I was jump in lakes. With, there was talking with a gentleman I, I i'm blanking on his name right now but he runs a place called camp stomping ground it's a really interesting camp it's a totally different type of experience you know for the kids um, it just sounds amazing, but he, he started it by traveling around and visiting 200 camps over the course of the summer. Oh, my gosh. I was wow. like, oh, wow. You want to talk about the best internship ever? I mean, look around and seeing, taking notes, that would just be unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the fruit is, is in what you know, he and his partners are doing there at Camp Stopping Ground. It just sounds so cool. That does sound cool. That's, awesome. I, we love visiting camps. It's like the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love this. Is, that's the funny thing about my role is that I don't get to visit many camps because I'm I'm at my place and right, you know, when you show up someplace Memorial Day and you leave Labor Day, you, you know you don't really want to go see other camps. You just want to go home. Right. <laughs> just, you know, you're just kind of so beaten up by the whole thing. It's fantastic, but at the same time, it's like I don't want to see other places. So. I honestly think the first summer we did it, we truly were using it as an excuse to go back to Walden. Like, <laughs> oh, fully. <laughs> Oh yeah, let's take a trip to Maine. And like Julia's sister was getting married and her bachelorette party was in Portland. So we were like, we'll do it around that and it'll be great. And we'll just go back to our camp and see if we can find any other camps to visit. But we ended up, I think, like falling in love with the other camps that we visited. So yeah. totally. All right, so here's a question. Is it the, the place you fell in love with, the traditions you fell in love with, or the people you fell in love with? I mean, oh. all, all three, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, every camp was different, but every camp was just like so welcoming and we love a, a good camp tour. We love talking <laughs> to campers. We love camp directors so much. <laughs> uh, it was like- We love food at camp. Yeah, we love We camp love to food. test everything out. Yeah. We love lakes. Sammy, trapeze. Sammy tries to do the trapeze. Yeah, she always does the adventurous thing. <laughs> nice. Uh, we jump in every lake we see. Like we just like- if we could do this for our full-time jobs, we could. <laughs> well, there are people for out sure. there that do. Um, so what, what, um, what was the coolest activity you've seen at a camp? Like something that's totally random and different. I mean, the trapeze was pretty insane. Did it go yeah. in the water? It was like, a, like in the big net or what was it? 
No, they have like people from Cirque du Soleil come yeah. and like run it. It's really yeah. impressive. It's That's on gra- it's on the land. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, there's Cop- some yeah, just like that, like this um, one. They had that like floating jungle gym. I forget mm-hmm. what it was called, but it was like basically like this huge jungle gym that had all of these like climbing parts that it was in the water. So you like swam up to it and then went through it. It yep. was super cool. And then um, uh, I. Eisner Camp had a 3D printer. Oh, that was insane. Yeah. That was the first 3D printer I'd ever seen. That's next level. And that's the crazy thing about a camp, like you said earlier. I mean, there's something for everybody. You know, you know, there there are camps that have 3D printers, there are camps that have got, you know, huge climbing towers, there are camps that have got go-cars, the camps that have got, you know, fashion design studios, whatever it is. It's just it's it is different. You know, camp has certainly changed since, you know, we were all at camp ourselves. Totally. to find a camp with go-karts for the summer that go-kart camp it exists awesome so if if people besides listening to obviously the, the happy camper podcast which is a ton of fun you, you all are hilarious um what would you suggest to someone to learn more about camp uh, there are some really really fun movies out there that have been made <laughs> Uh, of course, Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. Of course, uh, The Parent Trap. Yeah. Um, a ton of more series. There's, I mean, we, we've talked about it at length. Um, we have, yeah, we just like to geek out about anything uh, yeah. camp-related. But also that, oh, that great website, Summer Camp Culture. Yes. Uh, it's so a lot cool. of, like, relating, you know, especially for people who didn't experience camp but love pop culture, it's a good way to kind of get that in. Yeah. Loud out. Uh, also, ACA.org. I feel like we should plug them. They were so nice to us. Totally. Yeah, ACA camps like, and fantastic. also there's a bunch of websites, a bunch of websites that, and also Summer 365, uh, we had Lauren mm-hmm. on the podcast and she mm-hmm. will match kids with camp. Um, and there's fantastic. websites out there. Yeah. And then if there, you know, people want to learn more, just at the next dinner party you're at, ask the question. Did anyone go to camp? And then people won't shut up. <laughs> That's right. You can, you can definitely talk about it for a long, long time. I take, so my boys are, are at the age where they go and do bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs and parties yeah. and all sorts of stuff. They see their friends from off. And it's incredible. You see all the, the, the school friends and then the camp kids get together and it's like this little bubble within a bubble. And they just yeah. all the way around. It's absolutely hilarious to watch. <laughs> No, oh, it's so fun. Well, awesome. Well, y'all, thank you so much for spending some time with me around the campfire. This is awesome. You two are hilarious. And I, the, the podcast, again, you know, Happy Campers, sorry, Happy Campers podcast, it's just been so much fun for me to listen to. Um, and, and I wish more and more people would do it because it's, it's a great one. Thank you, Cole. Thanks for listening. You got and it, guys. thanks for having us. And, yeah, you're awesome. We love you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll come to your camp in person. Please, you have, love a to have you guys. Love to show you all around. We'll have a big time. Great. Awesome. All right, everybody. Have a great rest of your night. Bum, bum,